So I went to go see the uh, Sonichu movie this weekend. Oh, how was that? Well, um, as is the case with most children's movies that I go to see, mm-hmm. uh, I fell asleep. What? During it, yes, yes. Uh, Sonichu, uh, the electric hedgehog Pokemon, <laughs> the movie I went to go see this past weekend, uh, hottest ticket in town. Packed? We were initially supposed to go to the 140 show. Right. Up at our local Megaplex. I don't want to give mm-hmm. away the names of them so you can't track us down. That's right. And uh, Ace's little friend that was supposed to meet us there and his mother lost track of time. So we had to, like, kill time until the next showing in the hopes that they actually showed up. Luckily, we did because showing up a half hour before the movie was set to begin sold out. Wow. One forty on a Sunday afternoon. Sonichu... Uh, the electric hedgehog Pikachu sold right. out. I call it the Blue Chew Ron Jeremy hedgehog. Oh my goodness. Not a sponsor, <laughs> any of those things. <laughs> but if one of them was, it would be awesome. Right. Uh, there's a picture my buddy Mike uses all the time. This real sad picture. <laughs> it looks like it was a candid picture taken, but it's like way too clear to be candid. Right. It's of Edward Furlong and Ron Jeremy at a bar together. Who's Edward Furlong? Uh, he is John Connor from uh, Terminator 2. Oh, oh, okay. Let me see if I can find this picture while I'm riffing. Oh, riffing. So, I, we, go ahead. So we decided to go to the two, uh, the 2.30 show, but by the time they got there and we figured out that they were actually going to show up and so forth, we were sitting in the legitimate front row. Oh, front row Joe. Right. So not only am I in a movie that may not be the one that's going to light my world on fire, <laughs> I have to. I have no choice but to lean back all the way in the self-reclining seats right. to watch said movie. And in the first half, for a movie that's about uh, Sonichu, the electric hedgehog Pokemon... Right. There's certainly little of him in the first half of the movie. No. They they set up um I'm gonna send this pic I found the picture, so I'll send that to you in the in the chat the chat window here, which will right. blow your mind because that always confuses you when I do this. I'm I'm I have the chat window open, so when it comes, I'm ready. We'll see. Okay, good. Um oh, hang on. So uh, you know, they establish who Sonichu is, right? Right. And then, like, they, they put, like, a whole bunch of extra stuff into his mythos. Right. That I'm not down with, whatever. You know, like, Sonic is a very tenuous game that exists in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, for, like, the middle part of the movie... He and James Marsden are not only on a que- like a road trip for some reason, mm-hmm. but they're also trying to hide Sonichu, the electric hedgehog Pokemon, from Jim Carrey. So there's a lot of scenes of him hiding. So once they really get into that sort of thing of them playing cat and mouse with Jim Carrey, I fell asleep. I did see like the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't like the uh, my crowning achievement was going to see Despicable Me three that I fell asleep literally two minutes in and woke up as the credits started. Right. Um, and I, I got that picture, Joe. Yes. And it's fantastic because it's obviously Ron Jeremy nine sheets to the wind. Right. right? With his friend, the bloated corpse of Daryl from Walking Dead. That's what he doesn't he look like what's his face? Like a bloated corpse of him? Uh well again, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that anymore since Adam is trying to get back into the good graces of Chris Jericho. Right. Well this is, has nothing to do with the Le Champion. This has to do with uh Terminator 2, Electric Boogaloo. Edward Furlong. Yes. Yeah, I thought you were making a Jericho joke since he is the bloated corpse of Chris Jericho now. Right, but you know the actor who plays Daryl on Walking Dead? I can't think of his name. Um, oh, man, I can't remember his name either, but I know. Uh, uh, Norman Reedus. Yes, well, that uh, Furlong looks like the bloated corpse of Norman Reedus. Look at him. Don't tell me he doesn't. He looks all right. I think he's looking good. Lateral okay. move to me. <laughs> Lateral. He's looking better than I am, so... But uh, my kid liked the movie. He thought it was funny. My wife thought it was better than she'd expected. She was going in with the lowest of low expectations. And one parent had to stay awake, right? Right, and one had to stay awake. Um, Well, okay, and see, here's the other rib. So (laughs) during the movie, I missed this, but my wife, being the honest person that she is, stooged herself off. Oh, boy. and, And said that at some points during the movie, she took her phone out and was reading her book. Wow! I hope she didn't have the I hope she didn't have the brightness screaming on the phone. You know what I mean? No, no, she's she's not a old man or a loser who does uh, daytime mode on their phone. Okay, she's stealthy, if you will. Yes, that's good. Good for her. I like that. But that was like we were up. I was and the other in again. Listen, I make no excuses. Um, I was up way earlier than I typically am on a Sunday because it was my. Uh, little nephew's first birthday party at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Oh, don't kids know that old people don't want to get up early? And I had and I had to laugh, too. He's a baby, right? You know, I guess he oh, was, like, office. Like, we're going to get him before his first nap of the day. <laughs> and I guess when they first got there, uh, there was... And again, it was just like, it's kids. You know, his sister's three. He's one. And, like, she was running, and she bumped into him, and he fell over. He's maybe, like two weeks into walking, maybe three weeks. Mm -hmm. So he was just miserable the whole time, right? (laughs) Until, like, the very end where he finally kind of cheered up a little bit, and then they put a bunch of pictures of him opening the presents at home and all that sort of shit. And uh, my sister-in-law puts up the thing. It's like, oh, he had a great time at his birthday party. And I'm like, don't speak for him, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, I was there. I know he didn't have a good time. (laughs) <laughs> Third of all, in every single one of these pictures, he looks like he's startled or miserable. So <laughs> he's just like Joe at this. He's miserable. He's tired. They got you before your first nap. Yep. Oh, wow. I just wish that th- that this kid had his own Facebook, like Asa used to have a while right. back. That's what you need. You need to speak for your child through a Facebook. And it's funny too because when your Facebook memories come up. Uh, like the Asa Facebook became the April Facebook since she was the one running it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think it was by the time that Asa turned like 
two or th- it had to be three. And we find like right like maybe in between two and three, where we finally were just like, fuck it, we're just changing over to being April's Facebook. And then I'll get the memories of the ones that were like written <laughs> in Ace's voice. Right. And it's weird because like April's name is now attached to them as opposed to Ace's name. Mm-hmm. And April's pictures there. Right. Well, you I didn't really to... think of the consequences involved with my online wheelings and dealings. Well, what you do is you just have April go into her Facebook every day, hit right. the memories, and just delete all those Ace posts. That's all. And and it'll take 365 days. It's work, I know. But in 365 days, she'll have a she'll have an, a 100% April Facebook. Right. So. Because I know a few people who had to scour their Facebooks or uh, scrub their Facebooks. Luckily, I'm not up to anything, so I don't have to scrub nothing, literally yeah. online or in real life. Right, in the tub or anything like that. So I got a lot of a lot of rashy skin. <laughs> rashy Joe Sposto. Yes. So if you couldn't tell, this is uh, episode 274 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. Mm-hmm. So, Todd, how was your weekend? Oh, I... I... Between, I was actually scouring the internet for content for the main show, the La Patreon, scouring eBay for Unforgiven merchandise. There's not a lot. I was trying to get uh, tickets to Rage Against the Machine, having trouble putting my socks on. It's been a busy, busy week, Joe. So what, what was going on with your socks? Um, did you know it was? it's actually possible to put a sock on wrong three different ways? Um, inside out, I would assume. Right. Inside out, inside out, upside down were the heels on top of your foot. Sure. So that's double. And then regular with the heel on top of your foot. I did all three of those this morning. That didn't you like the, the, the heel on the wrong spot didn't used to be a thing. Right. You know what I mean? That's, and I say a more recent development, I'd say within the last like 10 years, maybe. That's since they started making bent socks. Right. So I have bent socks and they have to go on the right way or they feel funny. So I was like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of work this morning for one goddamn sock. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I need one of those sockios or whatever it is that Gilbert Godfrey was peddling. Sakio, you just said? <laughs> yeah, Sakio, wasn't that it? No, you're thinking of a Shudini. <laughs> okay, Sakio, Shudini, it's all the same. So, you, you know, obviously you mentioned stuff for the main show, stuff for the Patreon. What, like, I think we would save those for the actual shows themselves. I, I'm just saying how busy I was, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, but go ahead, what's the other thing? To... Nope. I, I, I was expecting you to. To delve more into it. Oh, well, the the pin. I ended up getting an Unforgiven pin. They had a 1992 uh, promo set that they only gave to uh, video stores. And it a has pin a pin or a button? A pi- actual pin. Like with the little clippy thing on the back that you, we push it through and then you put the cap over it. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, yeah. They're like uh, like for uh, like the Boy Scouts and the Cub Scouts have the, that kind for their, their badges and stuff. But uh, I got that, and it had a, a Lethal Weapon 3 pin, a Batman Returns pin, a uh, Warner Brothers shield with uh, Looney Tunes characters, and an Unforgiven pin. And the guy had two of them, 
on his website and it was like he was like oh if you want the other one it's you know i'll I'll throw it in for the same price and and no more shipping i was like send them both it was so cheap send them both so i was happy there and while i was doing all this other stuff for for the show that we'll mention another time me josh and uh, matt were trying to get rage against the machine tickets and then what that turned into online i don't know if you saw anybody complaining about rage against the machine on uh social medias and whatnot um i just saw them complaining more so about the price than anything right. and I, I i had a similar experience this past week myself or a week ago with the uh, Hawkins and Broski's toys. Mm-hmm. So I guess there were website issues in addition to being an exorbitant price for these tickets. Well, first of all, we did end up getting three tickets all together uh, for me, Josh and, and Matt. Um, and we got them for 125 apiece, and then, then fees for Madison square garden. So basically what happened was there, there, there was, when you say website fees, they sold out fast. There like there really wasn't websites crashing because it's Ticketmaster. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, so what ha- what happened was they did two shows at Madison Square Garden. Um, and the one thing that I did like is uh, usually when somebody goes on tour, they just roll out all the tickets at the same time. Like we're doing thirty venues, tickets go on sale for uh, all thirty on Friday or whatever day. Um, With these, they did, all right, we're doing these couple. If you don't get it, maybe you want to go to another show in your area, try again another time. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. So then what they didn't know was, and this is the shitty thing, like I get what they're doing, but it doesn't make any sense to me, is Rage Against the Machine for three shows near the border. They're like, "We're, we're just taking all our money, everything we make, no matter what, and we're giving it to charities. I was like, okay, that's cool. So then... With the Madison Square Garden show and every other show, they're like, we're going to hold back 10% of the tickets. And when the thing sells out, to beat scalpers, now this part I don't understand, to beat scalpers, we're going to raise the t- price of the ticket exorbitantly. So like like I said, all all tickets were 125 bucks at Madison Square Garden. If you were front row or you were nosebleed seats. So it right. didn't I saw that much. I, I, I knew that number 125 was a thing. Right. So then after they all sold out, all these tickets went on sale for $400, $500. And they're still from Rage Against the Machine and Ticketmaster, but they have a little thing, charity tickets. And 100% of those proceeds go to charity. And so I, anything above the 125 including the 125 every oh, penny no. of those tickets goes to charity so then they're doing that at every show and people were like well are you really beating scalpers if you're gouging your fans again do you know what i mean and they're like because people are still going to scalp their tickets that they bought of the 90% you know what i mean yeah and i'm like okay that's a little weird from uh from like Rage Against the Machine, who's anti-capitalism, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, I get it. But I watched all the fans melt down over this. Like, you need to be rich, like, to go see Rage Against the Machine. I'm like, it was 125 bucks, 147 with fees. And they're like, yeah, but if you got those tickets, it was 125 whether you were in the front row or nosebleed. I'm not paying 125 in the nosebleed seats. I'm like, okay, this this ticket selling runs the gambit from socialism to every seat's the same to capitalism. We're gouging 10% of the seats. It was People were just having a meltdown. We ended up getting our tickets very fast, paid for them. We're good to go. Great seats. We're right in the middle. And I'm like, 
and it was just one of those I couldn't stay off the threads because of people just melting down and attacking Rage Against the Machine. It was hysterical. So poor, poor Rage. So you're with them. Um, I'm. I, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Well, you got your tickets, so you're okay. You, you're you're a little confused as why they're double gouging. Yes, like wh- why not just put those ten percent out and the fans will buy them? Because if you're you're not stopping scalpers, because they're still gonna the they're gonna scalp some of the ninety percent. What are you hoping that the scalpers scalpers will get stuck with their tickets? Because people go, well, if I'm gonna pay the four hundred dollars, I might as well go to charity. What happens when those charity tickets run out? People are going to buy the scalp tickets. Do you, do you know what I'm trying to say? I do. So I don't know what they're trying to accomplish other than get some rich people to spend their hard-earned money. I don't know. In, in the end, I really don't care because I got my tickets and I'm getting to go see them. Um, even though I'm old and I'm not going to rage against the machine as so much kind of, uh, you know, raise my voice against the machine because <laughs> I don't want to throw anything out like my back or my voice. So I'm just happy I got tickets. So is it um, just rage the mach- against the machine? Um, it is also a rap group uh, mm. opening called uh, Run the Jewels. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Oh, I'm aware of them. They're a thing. Yes, uh, they are a thing. And they are a band or a, a group managed by Zach, who's the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine. So I saw them years ago when they opened for Jack White at Madison Square Garden, where I'm going. So I will have seen uh, Run the Jewels twice and Rage Against the Machine once. Mm. So. I know uh, there's a lot of concerts going on this weekend. Uh, my aforementioned buddy, Mike, uh, who I just talked about. Uh, with the uh, Edward Furlong, Ron Jeremy picture, mm-hmm. he uh, uh, he went to go see the David Lee Roth Kiss show that's been going around. How, if you can ask him how many scissor kicks Dave did during the concert, that would be great. I'm, I'm hoping he did a lot. No, he didn't say. He was live tweeting it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was more live tweeting the Kiss show than the David Lee Roth show. And this will be. I think you'll you'll get a kick out of this. Are you bringing up a picture I have to see? No, I'm just going to read it to you. Okay, because I was getting ready to open up my conversations on the Skype machine. <laughs> he uh, follow Mike. Mike's a good follow on Twitter. A lot of wrestling content, but there's oh. a lot of other, as the kids call, shit posting. <laughs> yes, that the kids enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a lot of that, um, dunking on your your Joker types and so <laughs> forth. Dunking on your Joker types. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like fans of the movie The Joker. Uh, people who embrace the Joker lifestyle. Oh, Juggalos. No, 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 no. Um, Jokerlos. You know how there's a group of people, your parents, that tweet like. <laughs> right-wing memes over pictures of uh, Sam Elliott from Big Lebowski? Yes, yes. Okay. There's another subset of people that tweet, like, 
things about taking responsibility for your or like post images about taking responsibility for yourself as a man and like verbiage like that over images from the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. That seems like they go together well, so I don't see the problem. Right. Uh, so all he said about um, <laughs> so he starts off as nice. So follow Mike on Twitter. It's Doxy with uh, uh, three X's there. Stocksy, S-T-O-C-K-S-Y. Very, uh, very, very unwieldy Twitter handle. And he's always changing his name to some, like, weird shit and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he opens it up uh, right in the lobby of where he's going. It says Monster Jam Banner right next to the Kiss Banner. Doesn't say this, don't say this place doesn't know their audience. <laughs> and at the end of the night, spoilers to that story, he goes... Uh, he goes, it worked. I bought front row tickets for Monster Jam next week. <laughs> Are you going with him? No. Monster uh, Jam was actually just here this past weekend. Oh, you know what? I figured you would have went to that instead of Blue Chew, the Ron Jeremy Hedgehog. No. <laughs> no, my kid's kind of sort of out of that sort of thing. Oh, he's, he's past that? Yeah. That's in the rear view with plants and zo- versus zombies? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, he's still in the play. The only problem is uh, you're asking. So, Plants vs. Zombies has become like a PlayStation exclusive game, mm-hmm. and I'm not buy- buying a PlayStation Four so he could play Plants vs. Zombies. He could play the old ones and be happy with it. Right, you're gonna wait till the five comes out. Right, gotcha. Uh, so seven minutes into Kiss and Paul Stanley is seeing which side of the arena is louder. No. <laughs> Hey, that's standard fare for a good rock band. Not old man rock either, Joe. Mm-hmm. Real. Oh rock. well, listen, we can't be uh, all young whippersnappers like some people. That's true. Forty minutes into the Kiss concert, and Paul Stanley has rechecked to see which side of the arena is louder. Well, sometimes you get a loudness leak in one side of the arena. Mm-hmm. Drum solo while Gene and Paul leave to have their hearts restarted. <laughs> no, that's Motley Crue kickstart my heart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude in front of me just pulled off the puking on himself, getting dumped by his girlfriend combo during the Tommy Thayer guitar solo. Oh my goodness. That Shirtless a... puke covered guy has since been dragged out by police. <laughs> okay. 93 minutes in and Paul Chandley, Paul Stanley has checked which side of the arena is louder for the third time. Does he say which one is louder or does no, everybody get it? He doesn't a... say. I didn't ask. Oh my God. Uh, I hope everybody I got a. Stole... <laughs> was that? I said, I hope everybody got a parse, uh, parse, uh, never mind. Just go ahead. I have since stolen the beers of the kicked out drunk guy. Oh, with the puke, the puke rim lips. I have since also taken the seats of dump guy crying lady for the leg room because I'm a complete piece of shit. (laughs) Right. The vomit covered man that got dumped had no less than nine fireball shooters after he was (laughs) kicked out. I don't think any of this is real. I think this is all made up. No, this... Are you telling me that doesn't happen at every Kiss concert ever? All right, the loudness check, definitely. But Mm -hmm. most Kiss fans are, like... They are the opposite of of ECW fans, you know? So Right, and I I did put you... You know, I did use your verbiage, of course. (laughs) Uh, A friend of mine was asking about, like, oh... What's, uh, like, the one wrestling event that you've been to that, like, you know, people are jealous of? And I mentioned uh, the ECW Barely Legal show. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, you're, like, the second person. I wish I was there for that. He goes, why were you guys so mean to Yakishiji? 
And I'm not going to explain who that is, but he was a replacement. And I replied, well, as part of the collective hive mind of attention deficit criminals. <laughs> oh. Well, why were they picking on the tickler from uh, Howard Stern? Oh, Yaki the tickler? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. When he was at the, he was at the barely legal show, I'm shocked. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, the one thing that I know about Howard Stern, I'll keep I'll keep rolling those dice out there every chance I get. <laughs> Who hasn't held a child and wanted to elicit laughter? <laughs> oh, let me get my yaki dice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, unrelated to Yaki Dice, <laughs> Patreon. Maybe you're listening to this early, and God forbid. <laughs> That's because you're a $5 and up patron over at patreon.com backslash longboxheroes. Um, you can, uh, the newest episode of Previewing the Past will be recorded this weekend and going up shortly thereafter. The folks that donate a dollar up to four ninety nine. Uh, they will be getting uh, Babbling Brooks this weekend in the way that that thing gets tiered out. Uh, no one has bit on the uh, 40, was it $49 now, $44 now for the Rob? Nope. Maybe, and, uh, maybe this week. For sad Scotty Flamingo, a.k.a. Raven. Maybe this week with, uh, you know, he's he seems to be active this week. <laughs> Somebody poked the Rob with a stick. Uh-huh. So we'll see. Uh, so, you know, support us that way. Uh, support us, uh, you know, by telling a friend. Uh, we do thank everyone who is a continued patron of what we're doing. We're trying to put out the content that we can uh, as we can. I know Adam gave me a bunch of shit. One of the other shows that we're both fans of and both Patreons of. He's like, oh, they put out, like, new episodes, like, every other day. And uh, I didn't want to, like, say to Adam, I'm like... Yeah, they're, like, doing, like, one-micers that are, like, 17 minutes long. Like, you and I have invested a lot of time and money into both of the uh, Patreon shows, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, and only, only the best for a little bit of the babbly, Joe. <laughs> Can't name the episode the same thing twice. Well, I think we had a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, that we could use on this one. I'm pretty sure you'll find a title. So relax, Joe. I got a couple things. Mm-hmm. I might go with the simplest one of them all. Uh, so I do also want to mention that as this is being recorded and most of you will be hearing this, Todd and I will have competed locally uh, at Peculiar Slurp, which actually I know the owner of that place. Really? I didn't realize. Like, I didn't put two and two together. Uh, it's my buddy Gene, who I've known for, good Lord, 20 plus years Mm. Uh, he had a place down in like the Avoca Durier area. Then he was like a food truck guy. And I think he still does a food truck thing. Uh, but I didn't know, I should have put it together. The peculiar is like kind of his branding that he puts on stuff. Right. Right. The slurp and is new. The slurp is new. Yes. <laughs> right, okay. Cause you're slurping up your noodles. Nah, I and, gotcha. uh, I, I went and I saw that they're on the old Facebook and then I saw that uh, the person who runs things, no, no, not Matthew, Matthew Lesko, Trivia Master Brad, oh. uh, said I have to bring donuts. And I don't know if I'll be bringing donuts, but I will be there. Do you want me to bring donuts? Nah, you don't have to bring donuts. Can you bring food to another food place's emporium? Well, isn't this the guy who owns it telling you to bring donuts? No, this is Trivia Master Brad, 
who runs oh. the trivia at not only here but other local establishments. Well, he must know Slurpee McGee, so he'll probably be fine with it. Right. He's doing Beatles trivia and generic trivia at Flaherty's Eating and Drinking Establishment. <laughs> I want to do generic trivia. Well, it just says trivia, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. I thought it actually was like, uh, quotations, generic trivia. Mm-hmm. No, it seems like it's a lot of Beatles. I see like Office gets thrown in there every once in a while. How do you become like, I'll have to ask, like if he's wearing at the thing, the same outfit that he's wearing in his picture. Mm-hmm. On social media, I'll, I'll have to ask Trivia Master Brad how one becomes a local trivia maven. Ah, uh, sad, sad Scotty maven. Right. But uh, is he wearing a Riddler outfit? It's, 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 it's uh, like a, it, it's like, yeah, he's wearing like a Riddler outfit. Okay, because I heard you mention the guy who had those good books on right, TV. Matthew, right, right. Uh, so I figured that's what it was. Hopefully he'll bring it. Hopefully right. he'll bring it. Well, that's how I'll know it's him if he's wearing yeah. that. And he'll probably be the one asking the questions because he keeps all that trivia locked away inside his mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who is it? Like, who's competing? It's me, you, and Summer me, right? Yeah, and Matt's along because he put the team together. Uh-huh. He's like, he's like, he's like the teacher. Those who can't teach, you know what I mean? So I don't think he's even watched episodes of The Simpsons. But he was like, oh, I saw this. I'll send you guys along. He's like, yeah, and I'll reserve the table, and I guess I'll come along and have some sake, you know? That's right. I was looking at their menu. I'm excited to eat there. Mm. You big so I don't know. If you're, if you're a $5 person, you're here in this early, and you're in the greater uh, Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area, then, uh, you know, come join us. Yeah, say hi. That's right, Joe. Buy you a noodle. Yeah, if not, uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, then uh, just assume we won. Yeah, we'll probably be hoisting the trophy. Mm-hmm. You know, the Sizzlack trophy. The last time I went out for a trivia night with it, like this, it was with uh, DJ and Brett of uh, Wednesday Night War and half of Wings on Wings podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it was wrestling trivia on a Tuesday night. And I don't DJ, like to leave my house. I'm leaving my house during the week. This is this highly, uh, highly uh, uh, unorthodox. Well, I'll try not to pull a DJ and blow up your spot during Simpsons trivia. Okay. So I heard the the story. He came to the the, the way he was at the comic shop, and he was like, "Yeah, what did he put it in the wrong?" He wrote the wrong, I don't know, rock and roll people or something. I forget. Like he couldn't remember. Yeah, I forgot. I can't. God, I can't remember a goddamn thing. What, I don't know how was, I'm going to do in this trivia. I was going to say, if it's anything after season 14, we're just going to hang up our cleats and go home. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to slurp our noodles and be quiet. Yeah. I was actually going to suggest like doing like a test round here on the show today, mm-hmm. but we actually had interesting things to talk about. So, Oh, did you have a ton of questions ready? No, I was just going to like go to like a random generic like site that does that sort of shit, you know? Ah. Simpson trivia maven.com. Yeah. Well, I think we did pretty good. I'd say so. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Episode 274 You're of uh, Longbox Heroes the After Dark. to be named and, Network, uh, the Lamborghini <laughs> of Podcast Network. <laughs>